Drive Time Radio with New York Vinny. And a very good and happy Saturday morning to you. <laughs> it is Drive Time Radio. I'm New York Vinny. We are on KKNW and on the internet. KKNW at 1150 AM in the Seattle area. And uh, the internet, uh, as close as your local telephone. All you got to do is pick up your phone and go to, uh, you know, uh, KKNW. You can find it there on Facebook, on, um, what are they calling that these days? X. Used to be Twitter. You know, wherever you wherever you get your phone stuff, you can find us there. Hope you had a good Thanksgiving. Hope everything went well. You didn't get into it too much with the family and friends and people who didn't see things the way you see them. I was hoping that uh, we'd see a lot of uh, a, a, a lot more happiness this year on Thanksgiving than re- really we had the rest of the year uh, for many, many, many uh, areas in our lives. Uh, thank God that uh, hostages were released, uh, some of them. Uh, expecting word on uh, war today, and that's a, a good thing. I haven't really paid attention to the news much this morning. I noticed there's more coming down, but that put a uh, uh, a helpful face on Thanksgiving for many people. Gave so many of us more to be thankful for. And uh, what else uh, did we have going on Thanksgiving? Uh, the insanity of, of the stores. I stay away from it. Um or I try to stay away from it. I do it a little online to see if there's any bargains. But as far as going to the stores, I'm just not a, I, I just don't want to put myself in the middle of that many people um, and spend money. You know, now if I'm, you know, if I'm a, a beetle or something like that, you know, and I got to go and perform or something like that, it's a different story. I'm going to go watch a football game. That's a different story. But to, inject myself into crazy crowds of people who are, who are fighting each other for a $58 television set. To be honest with you, it's worth a hundred bucks for me to stay out of that fray and not uh, go that. But I understand people that do. My, my daughter and my ex-wife uh, used to get up every Black Friday morning at, you know, four o'clock in the morning and, and get in the car and go to different places buying stuff. And I don't know overall if they wound up getting better deals, not better deals. I, I don't know. I do know that uh, some of the stuff I saw, I watch um, the deal guy on Costco a lot uh, because he's always uh, kind of puts together the top 10 deals of the week at Costco, the bond burners, the ones that will pull you in there. And I watch him, and it looked like there was some pretty good deals. Uh, so, it, uh, but again, if you're going out there today, you know, remember, be nice to other people. If you don't get the parking, somebody slips into a parking space, don't turn it into a, a, a mass casualty event. You know, just go find another parking space. You know, especially these days, you don't know what people are doing. So, you, you know, is, is a parking space worth getting into an altercation on a holiday weekend? I don't think so. But I know that there's, you know, yermas mucho macho people who, you know, go to these things and if somebody slips into a parking space in front of them or this or that, they get bent and twisted out of shape. And it doesn't make a lot of sense to me uh, that people get... uh, you know, run the possibility of getting themselves shot over a parking space. But we see it every Thanksgiving, every uh, uh, Black Friday, every Thanksgiving sale weekend, every, what what do they call them, Monday, one Cyber Monday, Maudlin Monday, I don't know. There's people that wind up, the stories are are, are there. Uh, You know, you you witness it yourself. You're coming out uh, out of the Target and, you know, you're holding your kid's hand and there's two people out there screaming at each other over a parking space. And I've seen this more than once. While the two people are screaming over this parking space, there will be somebody uh, two parking spaces away who will come along and watch and get in their car and 
reverse it and go. And the, 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 one of the people missed the second parking space that they could have had. So, anyway, do yourself a favor and, and stay calm and keep your car in order and, and, and bring some snacks so your blood sugar doesn't go crazy and you'll be okay. I'm, I'm getting with my mother thing going on here. A couple of big uh, – oh, oh, by the way, before I get we get into the car news, um, I do want to uh, talk a little bit about what day it is today. It is the Apple Cup. And uh, these football games uh, seem to be getting back on track, you know, for the pandemic year. And then a couple of years after there, we were, you know, kind of uh, going by ear a little bit, you know, just kind of hearing out what was going on, trying to figure out, can you be close to people? Outdoors is the same as indoor, this, that, the other thing. But it seems that uh, this year uh, there is – the feeling that we can all go to the football stadium and watch the uh, the Cougars uh, end the dreams of the Huskies' undefeated season and uh, a national championship. And, and listen, I'm a Cougar fan. Uh, you know, I love the Cougs. I don't know exactly why uh, it was the people. It was, I, I don't know, but when I got here, I took a liking. Well, I do know why. It was Mike Price. I really in the, when I got here in a short time, I became a Mike Price fan. And that team that they had back then with Chad Eaton and, you know, just a bunch of characters on on that team. And they were very warm and welcoming, and it was something very different for me. I hadn't grown up in that kind of environment, the small-town college sports. Uh, the biggest thing that's going on in town, I, I loved – the drive out to Pullman. The um, you know you get in your car on a Friday night and you after work and you start heading east toward Pullman and as you were driving out there you see other cars with Wazoo stuff on it and you know you're stopping in towns like Washtucna for milkshakes and um, you know other little places that, that are along the way and. Lucky enough, lucky was I enough that we had, as I said, uh, Mike Price would appear on our show every week, and just got to to like the guy. He was a very likable guy. The people were likable. I loved the whole field house thing. Uh, I didn't grow up with that. So, but it was really based on just going out there, and then you know, and then and then I, when I first got out there, I ran into the Coog. And that was something like I had never seen anything like that before. So, you know. So anyway, today is the Apple Cup. And, uh, of course, the Huskies heavily favored. Huskies on their way to an incredible season. And uh, if they can wind up winning today, uh, that would put them in a heck of a position for a national championship uh, in the playoff and so on and so forth. And, you know, uh, it would bring fame and glory to uh, to Seattle, which is something that we uh, desperately seem to crave here, glory through our sports. We could find the, the cure for cancer in Seattle, but if the Cougs or the Huskies or the Mariners or the Seahawks had a bad year, um, it would mean nothing to so many people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's still listen. It's not just here. It's it's all around the country these days. It's the way it is. People take that sports very seriously these days. They tie up so much of their identity into their sports and their cars. And I don't know that there's a lot you can do about it. Nor actually, do you really want to do anything about it? If that's what keeps somebody happy. And that's the price of keeping them happy. Is there, and they're not hurting anybody else. Is there a difference? I don't know. I, I like to see people happy. So, um, so we uh, we come upon Apple Cup week, and uh, we, um, if you're going, go early. Get there early. Uh, walk around the parking lot. Soak up the atmosphere, and enjoy. The um the the Huskies 
and the Cougars and the people you know, people you've gone to school, enjoy the whole scene. It's, I think, one of the best scenes in college football. And I've always enjoyed, from the first time I ever went to a game back uh, here, back in 91, uh, I'm talking about Apple Cup, um, there is something about the way it's done here in Washington uh, that it's done right. It's, it's you know, especially, again, not so much in Seattle because you have the big city. But, what you know, again, I go back to that that drive out to Pullman and that, that, that trip that you take out to Pullman and stopping in, in places and seeing other Cougars and or other Husky fans. You know, when, you, when, you, when you're on the road, it's, it's always so interesting to me. When you're on the road and you see somebody, even if you see somebody just with the same license plates as you have from the same state, you always uh, get, I mean, most of the time, get chatty with them, uh, chat them up, talk to where you're from, uh, who you're rooting for, yada, 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 all, all of that stuff that comes into play in you. There's a, a feeling of um, security. Of, of friendliness on the road. You're on the way to a strange place, but you feel friendly because you're there's somebody with the same license plates as you. You know, although they may, may be a cougar plate or a husky plate, they're still from your neck of the woods. So that to me is always a, a great thing. To me, part of the whole college football experience is getting on the road and taking that ride out 26, if that's the way you go, or if you go uh, my patented secret way, you go you know down, uh, go all the way out to Ritzville and then go down, or you know the different ways that you can go through the countryside, yeah, through uh, Otello and Benj and and St. John and and all of those little towns that are, uh, if you're from here, very different than what you're used to seeing. And it's, I just think it's fascinating to, uh, to head out on those kinds of, uh, of expeditions, of situations, and get to learn a little bit, Seth, a little bit of thing, a little bit of what the countryside is like as you head out uh, to Washington State. I always love that component of going to the games. Also, I love the component of having to get there before my show started at 7 o'clock at night when I used to do the Cougar um, Friday night show out at the Holiday Inn Express in Pullman. Uh, there was quite a few times where my producer at the time, uh, Kenny Byersdorf, who um, uh, the pride of Auburn, the pride of the Washington State program, uh, would uh, ride along with me out there so we could get there and get the show on the air at 6 o'clock, um, or at 7 o'clock, actually. But have to be out there to do a live report uh, a little after six, and <laughs> it was, you know, in those days, you know, now you just set up the computer and you go. In those days, you had to set up the whole radio thing, you had to find the line, you had to set up all the equipment. I mean, now you can virtually broadcast over your phone, uh, and, and it's it sounds good. But back then, uh, if you were broadcasting over your phone, people knew it. But there was, again, this just great um, great group of people that gathered in the lobbies and the different restaurants and places in Pullman, the Coog, and uh, a bunch of the different places where everybody showed up with their Cougar gear and bonded with each other on the night before a game. What was that restaurant? There was a great breakfast place. I don't know if it's still there in Pullman, but anyway, it was it was uh, just you know just just right with a by the where you come into downtown, and then there was of course the Chinese restaurant where you would get breakfast all the time. I always loved that place. It was it was great. Anyway, we uh, so I I go on record now. Go Coops. Hopefully, I don't I don't think they stand much of a chance against. Uh, the Huskies. I think the Huskies have an incredible team this year. And there's a little part of me, just a small part of me, that says, you know what, Cougs? 
Let him win. You know, let him get that that undefeated season. But a good Cougar is never going to want to see the Huskies win, no matter what. It's just not in the cards for them. But I'm a, I'm, I'm getting turned into a softy in my old age. Uh, by the way, while we have him here, Nathan. Hey there, Vinny. Way, uh, I see you have your WWU shirt on. Yeah, so Vikings, but I'm picking an we, interesting side here this weekend. You, 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 what are you uh, What are you doing? Oh, are you asking about who I was for the Apple Cup? Oh, oh, oh well, I was gonna, but I said you said you're an interesting site. You mean oh yeah, well we got a you know U Dub and Wazoo, and then here I am repping uh, Western Washington University. Nathan, if I've learned anything about you in the time that I know you, is that you are a nonconformist. <laughs> you have that that nonconformist gene in you, which is probably why I like you so much. Is you have that kind of you know you kind of go against the flow a little bit, um, but between the Huskies and the Cougars, Nathan, who do you root for? I am a dog. Woof woof. Yeah, you are, pal. <laughs> <laughs> I've been on this side of the state the whole life, so it's been natural. Yeah. But my brother, he's a Cougar. He played football in when he was in high school, so he went to a training camp that was hosted by Wazoo. And so wow. that's where he kind of got a little bit of a love for the Cougars. Yeah. And and, and so he roots, yeah. so you root for the Huskies, he roots for the Cougars. Do you get serious about it or is it just kind of a... Not a, really. I mean, both my family is kind of, all of my family, ah, all my family, I would say, is half and half because me and my dad, were both Huskies. And my mom, she's a little bit more of a Cougar, but she likes the Huskies too. Yeah. So, well, but that, I mean, that's the case for so many people here in the state, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, uh, you know, everybody has, uh, you know, uh, when it comes to these two schools, have people that are on both sides of the, of the or almost everybody has people that are on both sides of the fence. So it's, it, I, I love it. I love the rivalry. It's not as intense as it used to be uh, several years ago, but it's still got a pretty good oomph to it. I have a feeling this one's going to be pretty intense, though, because especially with the Huskies going over into the Big Ten Conference, I mean, they're still yeah. going to try to preserve the whole tradition of the Apple Cup, maybe put it at a different time of the year is what I understand. But still, well, people I, are fearing that there might be no more Apple Cup. Well, I know there will be one for the next five years. Yeah. So so we'll be uh, there's a deal that's been been signed, I guess, or is about to be signed. Maybe they'll even announce it today for official officially, but it's you know it's out there, and that's good because these kinds of games should persevere. Should they should stay? Uh, these are great uh, chances for communities to come together and uh, you know to have that uh, kind of jib jab at each other and kind of go at each other a little bit. So I always think it's a it's a really good thing for uh, for these you know rivalry games somehow some way uh, keep going. But the Cougars are not too happy, uh, as are the uh, the Beavers. Not too happy with uh, Washington <laughs> and 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 Oregon and a bunch of other uh, teams in the Pac-10, uh, and you know probably rightly so. Um, it's uh, it's a shame what has happened to college sports over the past. Well, it's been happening for a long time, but it certainly is a shame that it's gotten to this point where it doesn't look like college sports anymore. It looks like uh, professional sports. But uh, now, have you ever taken that drive over to over to Pullman? Not to Pullman. I've gone to Yakima, but that's a little bit of a different part of the state. Yeah, but. That's, that's, yeah, that's... <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> uh, well, maybe next maybe next season, maybe next uh, season we'll 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 jump in the car somehow. We'll get somebody to sub for you for a day, and we'll we'll go out and do the show in Pullman. That would be the, fun uh, at the Cougar Repair gar Garage. Yeah, um, we used to go out there. You know, when I, I used to do the Cougar pre and post game, and we used to go out there. And it was such a blast. You know, it just had uh, had had you know you just get to know everybody. You know, it's a small town kind of thing. Mm -hmm. So you you go out there and you're you know, and then and then inevitably, it, in my case, uh, there would come that point in the evening 
when I would um, stand on some street in Pullman, I'd be looking down the street and see nothing but palouse and darkness. Oh. <laughs> and say, what in the world am I doing here? <laughs> How did I, wait a minute. I, I thought you were about here? to say you're going to be a big party goer and go bar hopping. Oh, I was. Yeah. Oh, the Coog, man. I mean, that place is. Uh, it's a party town. It's, it's well known. Yeah. It's, I know a lot uh, of people yeah, that say they go to Wazoo because it is a party school. Well, you know, it, it's funny. I was there. Um, it wasn't an Apple Cup. I think it was a homecoming weekend. And Michael Knight and I were uh, hanging out in the Coog. We actually were sleeping upstairs mm. at the Coog, which is uh, an almost impossible task to pull off on a Friday or Saturday night. So... Uh, we were in there. We were hanging out with uh, Kathy Gertzen, who used to be the you know the news anchor at, uh, at Channel Four, mm-hmm. and wonderful woman, cougar, and 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 just a really, really wonderful, nice lady, with a bit of you know a little bit of a wild streak though. <laughs> she went to Wazoo, <laughs> and I never forget. I think it was it was maybe it was my first time in the Coog, and. We're in there, and the place is so jammed that there's this guy, and he is drunk and passed out. And the crowd is holding him up. And so he's like like mm. this, but he's moving. Nobody will let him fall down. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just moving him around. Instead of crowd surfing, he was kind of crowd assimilating. Huh. Yeah, you know? and it was it was one of the freakiest things I ever saw. Finally, at you know ten minutes to two or whatever time they call last call at the coup, enough people went out that the guy just poof, fell down to the floor. Wow, <laughs> this guy was out for like an hour, man, <laughs> and was just. <laughs> That's I, I'd something. never seen that. <laughs> Oh man! Um, it's normally like at a concert, people crowd surf. They're up there maybe for like ten, fifteen seconds, and then they're down. Yeah, well, I guess you know, of course, you're you're being supported by the floor, so people just don't let you, you know, let you fall down. It was an amazing, wow. amazing feat. Yeah, it was. Uh, I'll never forget that. It was just, it was something I just had <laughs> never, never seen something like that before. I mean, mm. I've seen you know people stay up on crowds for a. a, a long time you know i've seen a crowd you know bruce springsteen crowd surf and i've seen joey ramone jump off a stage and you know steve baders and, 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 and <laughs> i was supposed to go to an aerosmith concert and then steven tyler jumped off stage and broke his collarbone in the tour oh, so different. it was like they canceled the show did you get your money back i did okay it good. was like an a to z show aerosmith and zz top <laughs> You know, guys shouldn't be jumping into crowd. And I'm not saying anything, but they got 10 years on me. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, <laughs> I'm just saying, if you're 75, you probably shouldn't be jumping into crowds. No, not but a good idea. Whatever turns you on, whatever keeps you happy. All right, we probably should talk about cars a little bit here because it is after all. By the way, how was your Thanksgiving? It was great. I actually celebrated a week ago when my family was in town, so... As far as the actual Thanksgiving Day Thanksgiving went, it was pretty easy, straightforward, just relaxed, didn't have to worry about, you know, all that cooking or cleanup, and just stay home and watch some football. There you go. Um, I I did watch the Seahawks. Um, That was, yeah. I I made it seem like it was a good thing, but... It, uh, boy, oh boy. Yeah. And I'm not, you know, and I'm not going to get into, uh, what's right and wrong with the Seahawks on, on this show, but Every it's just, it's, uh, yeah, it's just not, well, they shouldn't, uh, they have a young team and maybe some of those people are going to catch up with, to where they should be at some point. Mm-hmm. It's not just, it's easy to just point the finger at, uh, uh, Gino because he took all that money and he's supposed to be the savior of the franchise. But, uh, you know, I don't, uh, I never saw him as that, you know, 
Um, he may be a, you know, I don't think he's a horrible quarterback. I don't think he's a great quarterback. He's a quarterback. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? it, it beats snapping the ball to somebody in the stands. Sometimes not by much. Uh, but it is what it is, and you, and you go along with it. Um, so I'm glad you had a good Thanksgiving. Uh, mine was quiet. We just had a little uh, friendly thing at home here. And um, it was nice. It was it was uh, just a very nice, low-key uh, Thanksgiving. That, uh, of course, today will uh, hopefully we'll, the football stuff will be revived. Hopefully it's a good game between the Huskies and the Cougars. That's the thing that we could uh, hope for the most. Um, roads were a little crazy, but, uh, you know, other than that, I think we're, uh, we're in good shape. Um, do you have a question you'd like to ask me? Yes, Vinny. Yo, Vinny, what are you driving this week? I can't believe you asked that question. <laughs> I am, uh, scooting around this week in a Hyundai Kona, which is, um, you know, Hyundai's, uh, smaller, Crossover. They have been electric. They have been hybrids. Uh, they have them, I think, in plug-in hybrid, and they have the gasoline edition, which is the one that I am driving. And this is, um, you know, this is a, a good small car. Uh, it's it's it has a lot of room inside. Pardon my interruption, uh, Vinny, but your camera just tilted downward. Oh, I'm sorry. Sorry about that. Uh, yeah, I tipped down. I unconsciously just tipped down my uh, my uh, uh, camera. Uh, a, a good car uh, in that it has uh, a lot of space. It's stylish looking. It's a subcompact SUV. It rides well. Um, it it it's a little little noisier than I'd like it to be. But again, it's a small compact SUV. Not as noisy as uh, the Mazda but not much less than I was driving last week, but not much less noisy uh, than it was. It's got the 10-year, 100,000-mile uh, powertrain, limited warranty. Uh, there are a lot of uh, offers on these things right now. As a matter of fact, if you're going to buy any car, uh, what are we today, the uh, 25th? This is a good time to start doing your shopping because I have a feeling that this is going to be a, uh, I, I know one of the car companies uses this, a December to remember uh, type of deal when it comes to buying a new car. Dealers are now loaded with cars, absolutely loaded with cars. And uh, there are going to be a ton of nameplates uh, that are, are going to have some pretty significant discounts on a lot of the cars that you a year ago saw no discount on, uh, that a year ago you couldn't get a, a discount to save your life. But conditions being what they are, uh, it's been a little difficult for dealers to sell cars, which just tends to be what happens when you start to mark them up from MSRP. Manufacturers suggested retail price. They get a little bit more difficult to resell, but uh, the dealers and the car companies are realizing that uh, the strike between GM, Ford, um, Stellantis, which is Chrysler, and uh, the UAW is over. Uh, they voted to accept the packages. They're going back to work with nice deals. All of those car people that work at car plants should now be able to buy a car that's made at those car plants, which is what they were uh, they had on the signs, right? But uh, they got themselves uh, a nice hefty increase in salary and some more job security. So you would think that the uh, U.S. auto worker will be a happy auto worker. And that's always going to help out your situation from the perspective of having happy people work on your car. Health benefits are improved. Uh, the union, it, it appears, did a good thing for uh, its workers by getting the salaries up, <clears throat> getting previously um, two-tier level workers all onto one tier, and to uh, sharing some of the profits that the executives were making 
in car companies. So we're seeing that, and I think the the uh, Kona, the Hyundai Kona, is going to benefit from some of that. Not the fact that they're a union shop because they're not, but for the fact that there is. I think there was an anticipation among some of the companies, especially non-union companies, that the strike was going to go longer, and they pushed their production. And now that it didn't go longer, they are going to be in that space where they're going to have more cars than they know what to do with. And who's that going to benefit? You, the consumer. So uh, as far as the car itself, as I said, most of the reviews that come in on the car that I've read are really good. Uh, in my driving of it, it uh, it's peppy. It, uh, it runs good. It's got Hyundai reliability, which is a, you know one of, the, one of the more reliable cars out there. It's definitely interesting, interestingly styled especially with uh, the illusion of, of off-roaded discs. <laughs> you know, it's got the plastic cladding on the side and on the rocker panels and the outboard lights and everything, so it looks like it's ready to go off-road. Uh, I don't think it's a major big-time off-road vehicle, but with all-wheel drive and a couple of sports and, and regular driving settings, it's going to give you a little something extra. It's going to give you um, an ability to configure the driving for the conditions that you find yourself in. And it's never a bad thing to be able to adjust uh, the, the car to be able to do those things. Uh, prices on these cars, if you go to a, a, a lower-end SE, you probably start at around 24000 If you go up to the limited... And these are gas vehicles now. You're probably at 31650 somewhere in there. They have a sporty configuration called the N-Line. That runs a, a, a thousand less or so. And, um, again, you're, you're dealing with a car that uh, is a sharp car, good-looking car, has a lot of the conveniences that you expect it to. Uh, and a few that you wouldn't expect in a smaller car. But, you know, I find Hyundais to be fairly good cars. And uh, many people that buy them are happy with them. Yes, they do have some recall problems that are well documented. We know about that. But I think overall, when you get down to the brass tacks of the whole situation, uh, these are problems that are being fixed. And... Um, so maybe you roll the dice a little bit on a, on one like this. I mean, nobody likes to have a problem with the car, but, you know, listen, the, the Kona is, uh, it's stylish. What I, what I also like about it is it has uh, uh, what I consider to be easy egress and easy uh, getting into the car. You open the door and you're not twisting and doing contortions to get in the car. The seats are comfortable. They're heated and cooled. Uh, there's plenty of USB ports to plug your uh, phone and whatever else you have to plug in into. Uh, there's a center console, uh, you know, and all of that stuff that you need to store, you know, the different cubbies and everything to score a bunch of stuff. Now, again, always check the... Uh, the safety ratings, I have not yet, so I don't know what the safety range will do that in, in the review, but I'm enjoying so far my week in Kona. And uh, to be honest with you, I'm, I'm kind of excited about driving a Kona electric. Uh, somebody I know has one, and they uh, do nothing but rant about it at different parties and different affairs that they go to. So I'm kind of trying to see if this thing is as good as they are saying it's good. But I've talked to a few people that own them, and they love them. And that's the true mark of the car. Does the owner love the car? That's it. Now, Hyundai made some news. By the way, you're listening to uh, Drive Time Radio. I'm New York Vinny here on 1150 
KKNW. The um, Hyundai people made some news last week. We didn't get a chance to talk about it uh, because we were at the auto show last week. Uh, but as you probably have seen, it, it looks like they have struck up a deal with Amazon <clears throat> where you will be able, excuse me, to order a Hyundai online from Amazon. And so far, I haven't had one person come past me and say, I don't like this, This, except if they're a car dealer. But if they weren't a car dealer, uh, there seems to be universal um, acceptance of this 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 experiment, this thing that they're going to do. Of course, there are a few uh, car companies that sell cars like that already. Um, Tesla being uh, the most um, uh, popular of those vehicles, but you now have uh, on, uh, um, Polestar doing it to a degree. You have Volvo doing it to a degree. Uh, you have um, Lucid. You know, the electrics are moving away from the dealer model and moving over toward the model of order it and go from there. You know, and you pick it up at the dealer and you'll get your all your instructions, you'll service at the dealer, this, that, and the other thing. But you uh you're in a position where you're watching not only the way cars are powered change, but the power that consumers have when they buy their car to change. Because so many people get upset at the experience of going to an auto deal. I can't tell you how many people I buy cars for because they want nothing to do with the automotive dealer experience. Now, I'm not saying that that's the dealer's fault. I'm not saying it's their fault. It's just a fact of life. And maybe this Amazon experiment will give people uh, that get all tight, uptight about buying a car some kind of alternative. I think the dealers will still be involved in these things. I don't think the dealer is going to go away, but it's going to go back to where you go and you order the car from Amazon. It'll be delivered to a dealer near you. You'll go down, you'll pick up the car. Uh, there'll be no uh, pressure because the price will have already been uh, taken care of. It's like when you go to Costco Auto Program, you know, uh, you go in, the price is there. If you want the car, you buy the car at that price. And uh, their dealers aren't sitting there trying to sell you 9 million other different products that they want to sell you. Uh, this insurance, that insurance, gap insurance, uh, uh, polymer, uh, you know, uh, hydrogen, air in the tires, you know, all the different stuff that you, when you go to a car dealer, you get that list, that menu. And again, that's something that intimidates so many people. So uh, that'll that's something we'll be watching. Which way that that trend is going to go? Because I do think that that is the future. Uh, that uh, that we are going to buy cars online. Uh, we're seeing more and more companies taking orders uh, for cars. Uh, online. Uh, we saw it with the Bronco, with the Maverick. Ford is really going that way. Where it's going to all wind up, I can't tell you for sure, but Ford is definitely uh, going that way as well. And I think you'll start to see uh, uh, GM make a, uh, a concerted effort to go uh, that way as well. Because uh, again, people are comfortable and familiar with um, online buying. And so that's where it's, uh, that's the way it's going to, going to, uh, head, I think in a not too distant future. All right. Um, when we were at the auto show last week, and once again, thank you to everybody at the auto show, uh, who was so nice to us last week when we were down there, we had a lot of fun uh going down to the auto show and seeing some of the new stuff that they uh 
that they uh, showed us. But we got a chance to um, we got a chance to catch up with our friend Brad from Honda. Uh, Brad is one of the uh, product reps at Honda, and uh, he got a chance to tell us about the car that uh, Honda was touting. Uh, that uh, will be a 2024 model, uh, but I'm pretty sure you can, well, I definitely know you can go online and look at it now, um, uh, but it's all electric. It's a joint venture between Honda and General Motors, and General Motors really has done a nice job uh, with their electric vehicles. Um, it uh, You'll be able to get a, a, an accurate version in a ZDX, and then you'll have the Prologue which is the Honda electric SUV, their first all-electric vehicle. Let's check in with Brad from Honda back at the auto show and see what he has to say about this new Honda project. All right, back here on Drive Time Radio, we are at the Seattle International Auto Show, which is running, of course, today and tomorrow. Uh, The people that were here Friday already have seen it, so if you haven't been here, get down here and take a look at everything that's going on because uh you know electrification is the thing you all know it you see it we always talk about it on the show that is what's happening here and one of the people who are getting involved one of the companies that are getting involved in electrification is one of the northwest favorite brands uh you know when you think about brands in the northwest you know you think subaru you think volvo you think honda those three are the ones that are usually people's first choice. Well, I'm here with Brad Nelson from Honda, who is standing with me in front of the 2024 Prologue, which is going to be Honda's first venture into an all-electric vehicle, right? It's actually uh, it's, it's actually the first volume venture right? for, for, for the EV space, and, and it really is hitting the heart of the market, the uh, mid-size SUV. Right, which is the hot, that's what everybody wants. Electric, yes, but electric especially. Right. They want that midsize SUV that gives them uh, some good range, good portability to take stuff around, comfortable and safe, which is what Honda, I mean, really always, always is. You guys have dabbled in hybrid for so long. I mean, I still remember, everybody talks about, I don't want to say their name, but, you know, the Toyota thing. But actually, my first experience in a hybrid was in a Honda so many years ago and as a matter of fact i got a speeding ticket in i told i always gonna get a speed ticket. i told cop this is an electric car it doesn't go that fast he says oh okay and let me go but so you guys (laughs) exactly you've been delving into technology for a long time sure is the reason you waited so long for this vehicle because you wanted to get it right you felt that this was the right time honda why so why wait so long no, I think it's really the right time for us. I mean, you know, we've done extremely well with our gas-powered vehicles and our hybrids. Our, our hybrids are really uh, quite strong. And, and, and really, uh, if you look at the, the, the Civic, uh, actually, which is coming out next year, Civic Hybrid, uh, but the CRV and the Accord Hybrid, is uh, both of them are pushing about 50% volume in hybrids. And they're really excellent hybrid powertrains. Right. And so extending that to electric, yeah. um, tell me a little bit about the, um, the, and almost said engine, the motor that's going to be in here, the electric motor, all-wheel drive, I'm supposing. That's right. And, uh, and, and why you think Hondas will stand out above anybody else's? Well, uh, you know, we'll have the, the famous Honda drivability and dynamic feeling. I mean, we, we work hard to, to have a, a really fun to drive, joyful to drive experience with, with all of our cars, uh, and the EVs have to be there as well. Uh, this is, a, this is a, like I said, a mid-size um, SUV, uh, the all-wheel drive version, about 288 horsepower. Uh, I, I don't have all of the, all of the numbers for, for both the, the all-wheel drive and, and two-wheel drive yet, right. but the, uh, the two-wheel drive, um, which is front drive, will we'll have a Estimated EPA estimated range, anticipated range of about 300 miles. Wow! So, so that's a that's a nice number for people. I mean, I think yeah, very nice. When when people see over 300, that range anxiety 
starts yes. to melt away because who drives 300 miles in a day? Yeah, yeah. No, so, that's right. So now all of a sudden, you know, it's okay, I go, I'm taking a trip, I go to a hotel, I plug it in, next morning I get the next 300 and I go again. Whereas, you know, you see the two, the 150, the one, even though those cars are disappearing, the, the, the technology is coming along, there's still that anxiety. That's right. And, and let me add also that, the, uh, that it also has the DC fast charging uh, capability. Right. So you, can, you can quick charge it to, uh, you know, give you, let's say you're, you're down to about 20% and you need, you know, you need a, you know, you need a quick 50 miles to, you know, to get you, get you home or whatever, you know, it can be done in like 20 minutes or something like that. So it's, well, it's, it's, it's very quick. We're talking to Brad Nelson from Honda. Uh, about the new prologue, which uh, just has been revealed two weeks ago, three weeks ago, something like that. Yeah, we revealed it in September. Uh, Time for it. Yeah, it does. It does. Uh, but this is this is uh, one of the first um, public viewings. Right. So uh, this and Los Angeles Auto Show is being shown today. So the one thing that I know that Honda owners always want, always love. Is the reliability? Yes. You know, they go and they buy a Honda. Very much so. They're not going to be at the uh, the dealer and with mechanic anything. Right. How do you bake that into electric? Actually, you know, it, the electric vehicles are relatively simple, um, and, and uh, you know, our, we've been doing very complex powertrains for a, you know, a long time. Relatively simple to do an EV powertrain. Um, it, it, there are fewer mechanical parts, uh, quite frankly, and uh, and. Yeah, we, you know, our, our engineers are, you know, they're used to building cars that are battery powered with, uh, right. you know, with our with our hybrids. So those systems are familiar. Electric motors, very familiar. So it's a matter of making it now a pure EV um, and, and getting the most out of it. You guys have really done a spectacular job with new materials. The last couple of years, I noticed when the new Civic came out, um, and You've really stepped up the game in interiors. In an electric car, you have the opportunity to get away from the engine and the hump and the this and that. Anything in this car that, I, that somebody would look at and go, wow, that's spectacular, that's off the charts, as far as space or just how it's designed? You know, I think, I think this, uh, this, this new prologue it is, is kind of classically Honda in the way it's designed. It's, it's very well packaged, has a lot of room inside. Um, if you, in fact, you're welcome to take a look inside if you like. Um, it, it's got a, a very expansive center console, lots of room for your phones and, and what have you. Um, it's a very clean and simple layout, which, which we have really been moving towards. Um, lots of screen space without being Oversized. I yeah. Mean, some of the some of the new cars have very large screens. Like with THX eleven thirty seven or what it is with the, <laughs> in a movie theater. Yeah. It, it it can be a little uh, imposing or intimidating, and I, I think we've struck a nice balance here because there's uh, I think it's an eleven inch uh, center screen, eleven point three inch center screen, and eleven inch um, uh, driver screen. Nice. So that both are fully fully digital. When can I buy one? Um, next year, uh, early part of next year. So, okay, will it be a waiting list, or will you sell them online? I am certain it's going to be a waiting list. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, you know, I, there probably will be early yeah. on, uh, and there will be uh, pre-sale activities. Yeah, so. that's. I think that's what's going. You know, what people are looking at now is, yes. can I go and put an order in? I love my, I love my Honda that I have now. Can I just yeah. go put the order in? Exactly. All right, well, listen, thanks for taking a couple of minutes with us here at the Auto Show. My pleasure. Always appreciate it. Thanks for coming by. Good to by. see you. Oh, yeah. no problem. Thanks. Good to see you, too. All right, Thank listen, you. stick around, man. We have more show to come as we, uh, well, we'll look at some charging. If you're going to get an electric car, you got to charge it. you got to get it, you know, the electricity into it. Options that are here at the Auto Show with maybe something you haven't thought about yet. Stick around. It's Drive Time Radio with New York Vinny here on 1150 KKNW. That was back at the auto show last week with Brad from Honda. We got a chance to talk to him about that prologue. And I thought that that's such an interesting car. And there are so many Honda owners out here that I want to make sure that we got you uh, that interview. So we played it for you this week. But the car, um, I think, is going to be huge for Honda. I think they, they hit the nail on the head with this car for the person that's looking for that uh, midsize 
SUV. All right, let's um, let's quickly jump into our cartoon. I don't want to miss that two weeks in a row. We did not play one last week, uh, but I was looking around for a, a, a tune, a cartoon that we usually play on Saturday mornings that would fit the season, Thanksgiving. And uh, the answer was right in front of my eyes all the time. It's one of the great soul hits of uh, the 70s, one of the great disco hits of the 70s. I present to you, ladies and gentlemen, this morning on Cartoons, uh, a song of thanks and cars with Mr. William Devon. Brothers and sisters. There you go, Mr. William Devon from back in the day. And just be thankful for what you got, which, you know, is... I was trying to find something to combine Thanksgiving and cars. And I think there was one other song that I saw by some country guy that I never heard of before. Uh, It was Thank God for My Pickup Truck. I wanted to get a little deeper than that. So we went back with, uh, we went back into a little bit of of 70s disco. Man, that song was huge uh, when it came out. 74, I think that was. And, um, Oh man! I mean, everybody was kind of rocking to that thing. Of course, you know the the that particular car. Uh, you know the cars with the big vinyl top and the little windows in the back and everything. And the wire wheels were, were, were popular uh, when that when that song came out. So not only did you have the song about the cars, but you know you had the cars. I don't know how popular they were out here. Although I got a great story, I'm going to dig out one day. I um. A number of years ago, I interviewed uh, uh, the uh, Spencer Haywood, the Sonic, and uh, Lenny Wilkins together. And they were talking about Spencer Haywood's cars, because Spencer, I guess, had a really liked cars. And he had one of those cars. Uh, and I'll have, to, I'll have to bring in and play the story of uh, Spencer talking about those guys. Uh, Lenny and I forget uh I forget who the other guy was that was uh that, that that was with him, but they they got into this uh into this traffic stop at the uh on the way to the airport to a game and it's a hilarious story. Anyway, we'll uh we'll pull that out of the hat in the near future. All right, that's gonna wrap it up for us uh for another edition of Drive Time. We thank you so much and glad that you could uh Come along. Boy, this one flew. Uh, I did a lot of talking today. It flew by fast. But we will join you next week uh, again at 8 o'clock on Saturday morning if the Lord's willing and the creek don't rise for another exciting edition of Drive Time Radio with your friend, New York Vinny, and your other friend, Nathan, right here on KKNW. Have a good week.